We are looking at developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Do you know that your life can be a thousand times better if you related with the Holy Spirit better than the way you do right now? So important. In fact, the word comforter in John 14 verse 16 is the word paraclet or paracletos. Now that word refers to someone called alongside to help you. Someone coming alongside to help you. In other words, if you're going to fulfill your destiny, you need the involvement of the Holy Spirit. And the more you recognize the person of the Holy Spirit and relate with him, the more God's power and his resources will be released to you. You see that? Now, let me explain that. Let's say you're close to a friend. Uh, okay, let's say you have three friends. The friend that is closest to you will enjoy more of your resources. Am I right? So it's important that as believers, we develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you look at Ecclesiastes 4 verse 1, Ecclesiastes 4 verse 1, it says, So I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. Now, notice, the oppressed had no comforter. Then he said, on the side of the oppressors, there was power, and he had no comforter. So the chaos and the confusion in the world today is because of the fact that many people do not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So in your house, if there is no love and, and people are in strife because they're not recognizing the Holy Spirit. Oh, Apostle, I don't feel the love of God. I feel nobody loves me. I feel nobody cares. You're not recognizing the Holy Spirit. See, because the key to enjoying the fullness of life is recognizing the Holy Spirit and relating with Him. You see that? Relating with Him. For instance, in, in um, Romans 15 verse 13, it said, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, when you are depressed, it's because of the fact that you are not recognizing the Holy Spirit. Are you aware that when you're depressed, you turn your eyes away from God? Yeah, when you're depressed. Depression is hopelessness. In fact, depression is the last step to suicidal thoughts. No one commits suicide unless they've gone through depression. It's depression that is the place when they get to that point. Okay, this is the cycle of depression. It starts with disappointments. It is a discouragement. And when it keeps on happening, disappointment and discouragement again and again, it will move on to disillusionment. You begin to lose meaning in life and you can't see a future. Then you fall into depression. After depression, the next phase and the final phase is suicidal thoughts. If that is not checked, the person commits suicide. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Give me Psalm 42 verse 5. Psalm 42 verse 5. It says, why art thou cast down, O my soul? That's depression. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. You see that? So whenever I'm depressed, what happens? It lets me know that I will be, I've, I've taken my hope away from God. My focus is away from God. That's why we say depression is hopelessness. It says, why thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. For I shall praise him. For the help of his countenance. Verse 11. Verse 11. Verse 11. 
It says, why thou cast down, O my soul? Why thou discredit within me? It says, hope thou in God. Now, notice there's a restlessness. See, when, when the person gets to the depression point, there's a restlessness. You can't stay in one place. You, are not, you sleep. You don't enjoy your sleep. There's an emptiness. They start drinking. They start smoking. They start womanizing. They start doing all kinds of evil stuff they would not have done. See, depression, depression. There are many people addicted to alcohol because of depression. That's why the Bible says, give strong drink to him who is of sorrow of heart. You see that? Depression. Some of them are addicted to women. They just want to keep sleeping with women again and again and again and again and again. Because they are looking for excitement. So lust excites them. Lust energizes them. They are depressed. But the Holy Ghost is the way out. Why are thou cast down, O my soul? Why are thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Do you see that, like they say, they said, um, I think it's um, one minute of depression can suppress your immune system for six hours. One minute of depression. Notice what it said. It says, he's the health. Of my countenance. So when I am not, when, I'm, when, I, when I resist depression, I protect my immune system. In fact, I tell you that when you're in good spirits, when you are high of energy and happy, what, what happens? You find out that you, you notice that your immune system is boosted. Think about that. Think about that. Who is a, I shall hear a present who is a health of my countenance and my God. All right, look at Romans 15, verse 13 again. It says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. See, ghost just means spirit without a body, physical body. So that's why New Testament said power of the Holy Spirit. So whenever you begin to get depressed, you know, uh, 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 I'm turning my eyes away from God. Just go to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I, I don't know. I'm just feeling down today. I don't know what's happening. Spirit of God, this is wrong. I should not be depressed. Show me what is wrong. You know, and he could tell you that um, somebody is dead. Holy Spirit, who is dead? Because sometimes you pick up the emotions of others in the spirit. You are a spirit being. And there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. How many of you, you are doing something, suddenly what I just said coming out of your eyes, maybe you just felt depressed, then they call you a family member is dead. It's happened to you. Let me see your hand up. Anybody? Okay, see, it's, that's the way it works. So sometimes the depression is not your depression. See, don't allow depression to come in. It suppresses your immune system. It's dangerous. It's a killer. It's a poison. Fill your life with the word of God. Let the word of God fill you with joy. The word of God brings joy. Speak in other tongues. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You see that? The Holy Ghost is the spirit of joy. It will cure you from depression. Say amen. All right, who is the Holy Spirit? We say the Holy Spirit is God himself because the Bible says God is a spirit and is holy. Therefore, the Holy Spirit is God. It is simply God in action. Is the creative power of God personified? Is the person of the power? The Holy Spirit is the person of the power. It's not just power. It's a person. Because whenever Jesus addresses the Holy Spirit, he uses the word he. In fact, in Job 33 verse 4, the Bible says, The Spirit of God has made me. Then he says, And the breath of the Almighty has given me life. 
So the Holy Ghost made you. He's a creator. God is a spirit. God created everything. In Job 26, verse 13, it says, By his spirit, it garnished the heavens. By his spirit, it garnished, and, he, and he had formed the crooked serpent. You see that? He's the creator. The Holy Ghost is the creator. He's a person. John 14, verse 16, Jesus said this wonderful words. And I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Ghost is a person that he may abide with you forever. When the Holy Ghost comes into your life, it doesn't go. There should be a relationship. I remember the Lord talking to a man of God about the Holy Spirit. And he said, it's like a marriage. A man can marry his wife and never really relate to her. He just, just okay, I need to eat, put my foot there. He wants to maybe conjugate to her, sleep with her, and that's just all he does. No, no fellowship. There's a relationship, but there's no fellowship. See, fellowship has to be We are looking at developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Do you know that your life can be a thousand times better if you related with the Holy Spirit better than the way you do right now? So important. In fact, the word comforter in John 14 verse 16 is the word paraclet or paracletos. Now, that word refers to someone called alongside to help you. Someone called alongside to help you. In other words, if you're going to fulfill your destiny, you need the involvement of the Holy Spirit. And the more you recognize the person of the Holy Spirit and relate with him, the more God's power and his resources will be released to you. You see that? Now, let me explain that. Let's say you're close to a friend. Uh, okay, let's say you have three friends. The friend that is closest to you will enjoy more of your resources. Am I right? So it's important that as believers, we develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you look at Ecclesiastes 4 verse 1, Ecclesiastes 4 verse 1, it says, So I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. Now, notice, the oppressed had no comforter. Then he said, on the side of the oppressors, there was power, and he had no comforter. So the chaos and the confusion in the world today is because of the fact that many people do not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So in your house, if there is no love and, and people are in strife, because they're not organizing the Holy Spirit. Oh, Apostle, I don't feel the love of God. I feel nobody loves me. I feel nobody cares. You're not recognizing the Holy Spirit. See, because the key to enjoying the fullness of life is recognizing the Holy Spirit and relating with Him. You see that? Relating with Him. For instance, in, in um, Romans 15 verse 13, it said, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, when you are depressed, it's because of the fact that you are not recognizing the Holy Spirit. Are you aware that when you're depressed, you turn your eyes away from God? Yeah, when you're depressed. Depression is hopelessness. In fact, depression is the last step to suicidal thoughts. No one commits suicide unless they've gone through depression. It's depression that is the place when they get to that point, 
Okay, this is the cycle of depression. It starts with disappointment. It is a discouragement. And when it keeps on happening, disappointment and discouragement again and again, it will move on to disillusionment. You begin to lose meaning in life and you can't see a future. Then you fall into depression. After depression, the next phase and the final phase is suicidal thoughts. If that is not checked, the person commits suicide. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Give me Psalm 42, verse 5. Psalm 42, verse 5. It says, why art thou cast down, O my soul? That's depression. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. You see that? So whenever I'm depressed, what happens? It lets me know that I will be, I've, I've taken my hope away from God. My focus is away from God. That's why we say depression is hopelessness. It says, why art thou uh, cast down, O my soul? Why art thou described in me? Hope thou in God. For I shall praise him for the help of his countenance. Verse 11. Verse 11. Verse 11. It says, why are thou, then it says, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. Now, that also refers to our redemptive experience. We were washed by the blood of Jesus, but we were also baptized with water. So it's a type of birth. Do you know that every child that is in the mother's womb is living inside water? Do you see that? So if you're born again, you need to be baptized with water, which is a type of, the, of your announcement that you're born again, you've been born out of water. Are we together? It says, not by water only, but by water and blood. It says, it is a spirit that bears witness because the spirit is truth. The spirit is truth. Notice the word is truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. The Father is a God of truth, and the spirit is truth. So that means the Holy Ghost will never contradict the Father. He will never contradict the word of God. He will never contradict Jesus because they are one. Are we together? All right, look at verse 7. It says there are three that bear witness in heaven, your King James' record, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are what? Are one. That means they never contradict each other. So if a spirit speaks to you or a voice speaks to you and tells you to do what is not in line with the Word of God, that is not the Holy Ghost. That is another spirit. Are you following me? That is another spirit. Hallelujah. Are you following me? All right. Now I'll go back to John 14. And verse 16, it says, Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him, nor neither knoweth him, but you know him, for it shall be with you, and shall be in you. See, it, shall, it says, For it dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. See, one of them speaks of the presence with you. I mean, the presence in you. See, the Holy Ghost lives in you, and it's always present with you. It's present in you and with you. So as a child of God, whenever you go anywhere, the Holy Ghost is with you. Isn't this beautiful? Now, don't forget, the Holy Spirit is the creative power of God personified. That means all the power of creation, all the power that brought the creation into being, all the wisdom that God used to create this world, all the wisdom behind all the things God made that science cannot still understand, is in the Holy Spirit. And that spirit of wisdom is inside of you. So if you're born again, all that is available in God is inside of you because the Spirit of God is inside of you. But I'll get a better amen. God is in you. As you walk into your office, God enter that place. Think about that. So as a child of God, you are a God carrier. Amen. 
There are people who are disease carriers. You're a God carrier. And the God in you is infectious. It kills the disease in your atmosphere. Are you following me? It says, even the spirit of whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him, no neither knoweth him, because you, but you know him, for he shall be with you and, and dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Next, verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Excuses of Phanos. Now, new translation says, I will not leave you fatherless. One of the biggest causes of our world, this whole world, is fatherlessness. A child is more likely to go to prison if he comes from a father's home. It's more likely to commit a serious crime if he's from a father's home. Fatherlessness is one of the biggest causes of our world. And the Holy Ghost comes to fill in your heart that place your father did not feel. Every human being is searching for approval, attention. Recognition. And social media exposes that need. We want self-expression. We want to talk. So you put out a post. Then you wait for likes. Because now you've shown, I, 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 I need attention. So you say something. Some put, I can't sleep. What concerns everybody in the world if you can't sleep? Because whatever you put on Facebook for the whole world. You put it out there, boy, hunger, deal. What? It's, it's the whole world. Then you wait for likes. And then someone comments and says, oh, boy, I found Then you compare quickly. Oh, boy, I the rooster. Because you're looking for attention, affirmation, recognition. Acceptance. See, those are the needs of the human heart. Social media exposes it. Our insecurities. You send a friend request, person doesn't like, it doesn't accept you as a friend. You call, I sent I send friend request. Have you, have you accepted my friend request? So I've not seen it. I beg, accept me. Accept me. Then when they unfollow you or reject you, so, boy, what do you have for you, 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 you unfriend me? Rejection. It's our need. We carry it in our hearts. And it's only God that can feel it. It's only God that can feel it. And God feels that through the person of the Holy Spirit. It solves our need for the love of a father. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of the father. That's what the Bible tells us in Matthew 10, verse 20. The Spirit of the Father will do the speaking in you. The Spirit of the Father, the Spirit of the Father. So, you put a post. First of all, you get on Facebook to find friends. And you send requests to your friends that you accept you as a friend. Then you put a post. Then, it's your birthday. Then you put on the, today is my birthday, I'm plus one today. You're not saying it so that people can know you're plus one. You're saying so you could get likes, comments, and prayers. It's our need. It's our need. It's a craving we have. See, we crave acceptance the way we crave oxygen. We crave affirmation and recognition the way we crave oxygen. 
Today is my birthday. Someone just lost somebody today too. But that doesn't matter, please. Today is my birthday. Today is my son's birthday. Please say a prayer for the son. Even when we say it go better for us. We need recognition. Then you go and check your, your, your birthday post say, I had 125 likes. Kai! I am somebody. You are nothing. You just have 125 likes. Some people had 1 million likes. Wow! My video had 200 views. Someone had 2 million views. So if you measure that with your, if you use that to measure yourself again, you make your insecurity worse. On Instagram, I have 12 followers. How can I have 12 followers? So now you start snapping pictures. They must like who? Like. A divine husband. Like. Like. <laughs> Women are in trouble now. Like. Am I, am, I, am I speaking the truth? See, it's our craving. Somebody's looking for a husband. You see all of them snapping. He did. Come on. Look at women's pictures today. Those are women will snap like this. It's not like that again. You see that? It's our insecurities. All you need is one encounter with the love of God. And it doesn't matter who likes or doesn't like your post. But you are satisfied that your father loves you. A man of God wanted to end this church. I went to the forest. I was crying out to God. He went because the crowd was not enough. I'm going to ask him a similar question. Am I not enough for you? He said, they're crying. Because now his priority was the crowd and not God. As your likes become more important than God, as your views become more important than God, or the comments... The Holy Ghost, he, he comes to bring us the love of the Father. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't put posts. I'm not saying you shouldn't I, I, I make, um, um, make friend requests. And all. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about, let that not be what drives you, what makes you feel good or you're depressed. She said, today is my birthday. My best friend did not even comment there. What if your best friend did not come on Facebook? There are some people who go and check whether the other people are active. Who is active? Active. See, this is active and you know, you know, no, 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 like. Then say, oh boy, I found out. Hey, boy, happy birthday. Oh, you say happy birthday. You don't see my post on Facebook. No, they don't want the happy. No, I'm not saying, I hope you get my point. Now, they don't want the, the, the happy birthday personally. Put it on Facebook. Increase the likes. Increase the comment that I am somebody. But you were already somebody to begin with. With or without Facebook, do you know what it means for somebody to be on earth and God cannot think about anything but you? For God that created this whole world to be so obsessed with you as though you are the only one that exists. God is obsessed with you. When you move, 
cattle abaya. He does not sleep no slumber because of you. The most high, in of his sleep, he must keep his eyes on you. What love. The Holy Ghost brings that love and makes it real to us. Well, you cannot know that love unless you are born again. See, that's why you need to be born again. See, that's the first thing. The Bible tells in Romans 8 verse 16, it says the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. He confirms our sonship because of the Spirit of the Father. Look at verse 15. It says, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. It's the spirit of bondage. See, imperfect love casts out fear. In our world, there's so much fear. Fear. Some people, they've even said in their states, you can come outside. They say, we will not come outside. You will stay here. They will order for the food from outside. The food will come to your house. The person brought the food. What if the person sneezed inside? <coughs> Why was cooking the food? Then? Fear. Paranoia. Panic everywhere. He said, you've not received the spirit of burning again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry. What do we cry? Abba. Father. Abba means daddy. 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 Marusko Felechai. Daddy. God wants to be called your dad. I'm telling you. See, one thing, I'm, try it when you get home. Just when you're praying, say, don't just say daddy. No, there's a way to move say it. There's just daddy, daddy God, Papa God. What's your problem? Just say from your heart, daddy. I'm tired today. I don't know why I'm feeling tired. You hear that still small voice. You know me sleeping enough. Sleep. Okay? God, tell me you can sleep. And you sleep. Then you wake up and you hear him talk again. How was your sleep? He? This is not concerned God was because you've never related to him as your daddy. I hear God with everything. That's my wife, that's my children, you know. I hear in everything because he's my daddy. See, that's one of the reasons why, as a child of God, you need to recognize the Holy Ghost because your life will be, will be boring and you... you some things will happen in your life, you can't even explain it. Daddy. I don't just like the way things are going. I don't know. I've done my best. I'm trying my best. I don't like the way things are going. It can be better than this. Then listen. Can we talk? Yeah, we can. Sit down for a moment. Let me see. Can you remember when I told you to sow that seed? Yeah? I wanted to prevent this problem in your life. You see, time I harvest, son, you miss the time for the seed. Now, this is the time of harvest. You should be reaping now, not in lack. Oh, Father, I'm so sorry. You're forgiven, son. So, Lord, what do I do to come out of this? Just simply repent. Next time I speak to you, you obey me, son? Yes, sir. It's all right. Until this time, everything will change. 
And to this time, you got a call. Hello? Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, how, where are you? I'm in Yenegua. Thank God, thank God. No, this lockdown book cannot move much. Uh, please send me your account number. Then the guy says, so thank you, uncle, thank you, uncle. And he says, and you are excited. and says, son, I told you two days time. See, you started a relationship, a fellowship. He tells you, see that girl? That's your wife. You're like, he, this high-class babe? Say, yeah, she's your wife. Then you tell someone, say, that, 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 the Lord said, that is my wife. That girl? For you, you ladies. But you know the year well, you get long truth. I said, but the Lord spoke. Then finally, you built up your confidence. Bishop said, you got her mind. And you go to the lady and tell her. She says, yes. That's my story. It was daddy God that said, that's your wife. Not the one you, you all see this one. He's your wife. He's your wife. He's your wife. That's the bad spirit. It's one man, one wife. Some of you say today, the Lord said is this one. The Lord said not this one again. The Lord said this one. You be solo. Say, let the Holy Ghost take over. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me just read another one. And um, we'll wrap this up. Right? Okay. It says, you've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So there's a spirit of bondage. We'll deal with num number two later in, in third service. There's a spirit of bondage. And that's what's working in the world today. So much fear. And fear suppresses your immune system. The tension fear brings. It leads to stress. And stress suppresses the immune system. It's counterproductive. What you need is faith. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost is the spirit of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. I saw something yesterday. A woman 108 years old survived coronavirus. Sorry, Lord. COVID-19. Survived it. 108. 108, 108. Think about it. And for the most part, people who under 60 do very well. People under 65 do very well. So what's your fear? The Holy Ghost, he wants, he wants to comfort your heart. Say the Father loves me. Say it again, say the Father loves me. But you receive the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Kadro Ilaka Adios. Abba Father. See, the word Father here is what Patar, but the word Abba is Hebrew. It's an intimate word between father and child. For some, I'm apostle. For some, I'm pastor. For some, I'm teacher. For some, I'm mentor. For some, I'm life coach. For some, I'm daddy. I'll never forget one day, one of the daughters of this commission said something. He said, 
that I believe in you so much that whatever God has ordained in your bloodline for your children, I believe it's my heritage because I am your child. You don't want to tell those kind of people, you'll say, okay. That's faith. That means for her, I am not just pastor, I am her father. She has adopted me as a father. Because I was speaking about what God said he would do with my children and for my children. He said, see, I believe in you so much that whatever your children are supposed to enjoy, I believe it is mine because I am your child. I couldn't say, don't be me born you. No, it's the faith. God respects faith. Faith can bring water out of a rock. So you need to know that you are a child of God. The Holy Ghost wants you to be conscious of it. Do you know what I would do to protect my child if there's a disease? Do you know how far I will go to keep them safe if there's a disease? And the Bible says, how can you be evil? If you can do good things, how much more will your father give good things to them that ask him? If you, in this yourself, you know how you can be sometimes when you're angry. And God says, if you know how to give good things to your children, how much more me? What can I do for my children? That's what the Holy Ghost comes to bring into your life. He says, I will keep you safe, you and your children. So I'm not troubled. He has brought me the word of the Father. So you need the Holy Ghost in your life. Let him talk to you. When you're faced with a challenge, let him talk to you. You hear? Tua, tua, ratata, itatata, itata. Oluwa miu. Wife knows me. We make some contacts. After we've done that, then I listen. I listen. Your father has been longing to, to meet you. You've been his son all these years, his daughter all these years, but he never sat down with your father because you were afraid of your father. You never knew how kind your father was. Then your father sends to you someone called a counselor, the Holy Ghost, and the counselor comes and says, Do you know who your daddy is? Daddies flog people anyhow. Daddies are like, no, you don't know your daddy. Your daddy became a man and died for you. Your daddy God became a man and died for you. And they flogged him. They flogged God, yes. Because your daddy would rather suffer than to see you suffer. You mean it? Yes. Your daddy would rather be sick than to see you sick. That's your daddy. The Bible says, please the Lord to make him sick. It please the Lord to bruise him. God put your sickness on Jesus. Your daddy became a man. So right now, under the sickness in the world, your daddy says, my daughter, don't be scared. I suffered all this for you. On the cross, I was dying for lack of oxygen. And I gave up the ghost for you. On the cross, my temperature, I had fever for you. On the cross, 
Right there, he had COVID-19 for you. So that's how my daddy is? Yes. When we get to heaven, you wipe away tears from my eyes. <laughs> All of us. It will show you how better your life would have been if you allowed him to help you. It will show you how better your life would have been if you allowed him to help you. It will show you how sweet your life would have been if you only let him be your daddy. Bow your heads for a moment, please. Your father is reaching out to you today. 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 He became poor on the cross so that none of his children would suffer poverty. So no matter what happens in this world, child of God, you need to recognize that your daddy had become poor on the cross as Jesus. His name is called Everlasting Father. Jesus is the Father made manifest in the flesh. Child of God, your daddy knows what is happening right now. Your daddy has suffered so you will not suffer what is happening right now. Your daddy, your daddy is watching over you. You know how much you love your children, what you will do for them. You are not better than God. He's more caring than you are. Some of you today need to say, Father God, today I receive you as my daddy. Receive him as your daddy. Receive him as your daddy. He feels your pain. He knows your tears. 